You're listening to the podcast of Real Life Church. We love, we live, we relate. worship team blessed absolutely blessed thank you guys how's everyone doing can everyone hear me like is everyone good everyone warm i'm a perfect silhouette i look like a shadow (laughs) awesome guys hello everyone on facebook hello mom my mom is watching (laughs) yeah guys this um just want to thank Uncle Stu and the eldership team uh, and the leaders just for giving me this awesome, awesome opportunity. This is something completely out of my comfort zones. So if I do seem shy or nervous, that's the devil because I'm not shy or nervous. So don't listen to that guy. But um, yeah, I just want to thank you guys for the opportunity to share uh, just something that's been on my heart. Um, and also what I've been, I don't want to say dealing with, but wrestling with. I think, and I hope that it's a, a word in season for us all. And um, yeah, and if you hear anything that's not of the Lord, ignore it, like Uncle Stu says. <laughs> but if it is something, let's 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 put it in our hearts and, and take it away with us. Amen. So just some background on where we've been and what I've been up to, and myself and my wife. I just want to thank God for His awesome, miraculous power. And healing in my wife's life for a hip. Everything that could have gone right went right. And uh, the speediness and her vibrance and her life is such a, a evident thing in my life. I just want to thank God for you, baby. Uh, so the band, the bands have been busy. It's been awesome that we've been back uh, showing again. <laughs> and um, for, you, for, for those who don't know, I'm a full-time musician. And that's where uh, a big chunk of our income as a family comes from. And obviously with lockdown, that was taken away for almost two years. So to be back at that is, I can't tell you. (laughs) You know, money doesn't make the world go round, but it does put a smile on your wife's face. (laughs) 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 I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. Um, But yeah, we've been busy. We've been traveling quite a bit. So you'll see that I'm at church when I can be at church and... Unfortunately, with travels with Cape Town, when I can't be at church, I'm not here. But um, just over the past couple of weeks, I'd say the last five weeks, we've had the, in that period, we've had the awesome privilege of being together with some local leaders and some leaders down in Derbs that came up and just an awesome time of, of ministry and encouragement. But I've had on my heart this thing that I'm not doing enough or what am I doing what am I doing what am I committing myself to besides my job my family what is it that I can say that I'm doing and is that what God has for me right now I think we we get distracted with life and marriage work and finances family we we have Indians if you don't know Indians have very big 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 extended families and the problem with that is that means that there's lots of big 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 issues (laughs) unfortunately and you know this being who the people that we are 
the issues usually come back to to us to help out with and and to see to but you know god has <laughs> god has such awesome stuff for us especially when we put up our hands and we and we and we get plugged into what he's doing um but yeah i've been asking myself lord what is it that you have for obviously for us as a church now but more specifically what do you have for me now what are you calling me to do now and just off the back of what uncle stu has been preaching into lately and reading and understanding how much how much doing jesus did i know we've spoken about these you know he did his ministry for three years and you know in between coming dying for us and coming back what he did in those three years changed the world that's yes he took on our sin and he died for us but those three years of what he did painted the perfect picture on how we can change the world and what are we doing i'm gonna have some water now because that spirit of yeah 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 cue stew sip of water no, 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 sparkling, yes. So like a church here in Barnes. Q, hee-ha, hee-ha. I'm not going to take my shirt off. No, I'm not gonna. Awesome. So yeah, what, what does Jesus want from us? What is Jesus asking me to do? And just when I look at Jesus' life and what he did in those, in those three years or in that time, it makes me crave to do more, to ignore the, the busyness of the craziness that's happening around us. On Sunday, this past Sunday, driving home from, we played a show for a three-year-old in Peter Maritzburg. Her parents had hired us. It's the biggest stage you can think of. We, we play big fancy festivals that don't have that stage. The biggest stage, un- unbelievable. <laughs> for a three-year-old. 20 <laughs> and about 40 and a fort, about 40 parents do they need to I'll ask <laughs> but uh, but on the way home the guys decided after the show because it was a three-year-old's party it was at 12 o'clock in the day we decided to drive back from Peter Maritzburg and driving back dropped everyone off we got back about 11 o'clock and just how crazy the times that we're living in <laughs> by myself absolutely knackered and pull up close to where we live at a, at a traffic circle and I saw what looked like a golden spaceship flying in the sky pretty slowly it looked like it had headlights <laughs> it's like sure at least they can see where they're going that's like and the trail behind this golden thing in the sky was massive and now I'm extremely tired we've driven to Peter Maritzburg played a show for 20 kids, got back in the cars and come home. So I'm very tired. My mental, <laughs> my mental was not in the right place. Witnessed this thing in the sky, thinking, what is that? What, what is that? And about two seconds later, absolute fear gripped my heart. What if this is a missile <laughs> that someone has sent to destroy Sundowner? <laughs> And whatever reason and wherever my mind was at, this fear gripped my heart and I rushed home in absolute panic, wanted to get home to Shimane. What is this? What if this is the last 
I get to see my wife. What happens if it goes off before I get home? I was so tired. By the time I got home and unpacked, I forgot all about seeing the golden thing. But what I'm getting at is our minds and our thoughts are extremely powerful. Um, it was uh, the debris from the, from the Russian space station. Called the lost Kobe flight. But it was, it was uh, debris from a Russian space station that landed in South yeah. Africa. It's, it's amazing. But again, how, how wild is the times that we're living in, that stuff like that's happening. My goodness. But, um, yeah, our thoughts, our thoughts are so powerful, guys. Um, the, the, the scriptures I've been contemplating and, and just trying to massage in over the last couple of weeks has been the Great Commission and Romans 12. It speaks about renewing our minds. And I found that, you know, we really can't do what Jesus has called us to do if we're not looking after this. This is an extremely powerful thing. Notes. Um, yeah, how, how truly powerful renewing and transforming our minds can be. It's part of the greater key in unlocking God's kingdom on earth here now. But it's also one of the few tools that's for us as individuals to hold on to. Jesus is all about mental health, but he's also about mental peace and mental strength. I think I, I've gotten to a place now where I, I want to sing, Lord Jesus, I surrender all to you. But in the back of my mind, there's a million things going off. And Yes, we want to impact God's people and the nations, um, regardless, regardless of what we're going through. We, we sometimes forget that God has given us the power and the tools to go and do those things. I'm out of breath now. What's happening? The nervousness. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Yeah, what, what we forget is that we need more of Him. We need to spend more time with Him. More of thinking of Him. More contemplating His words. Massaging His words in our lives. Our minds and our thoughts are crucial in what happens in our day to day. Our lives are built on a series of decisions that we make and actions that we make. All this influenced and dictated to by the way that we think. So we can say that the most important thing about us in our day-to-day -day is what we think about ourselves, what we think is possible, and what we think about God. Romans 12, verse 2, Paul says, Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. Is good, pleasing, and perfect will. Mm. Oh. What can we take away from this? So we're either going to conform to the patterns of this world, shaped in the world, we're going to look like the world, we're going to sound like the world, and we're going to show and experience the world to others. Or we're going to be the complete opposite. 
and we're going to be transformed by waking up daily, renewing our minds to being more like Christ. There's no option three here. There's no gray area. There's no other way. We either look sound and show the world, or we look sound and show Christ. I think a lot of us find ourselves in that middle, that middle ground, that comfortable place that we've made comfortable for ourselves. You know, I didn't have a great day. I didn't have a terrible day. I'm not living a bad life. I love my wife. I do what I feel my parents have taught me. But at the end of the day, maybe I'm not doing what God wants of me. We're just cruising. Just want to put it out there. <laughs> Being funny and going to humor is a very easy lapse for me. So trying to block that out the whole time, God is working in my heart. So if I do blurb out uh, a joke, it's not because it's here, it's because I'm nervous. <laughs> but this, this just cruising thing, you know, just trying, you know, just, just going as we feel that we can is not an option yet. C.S. Lewis says, there is no neutral ground in the universe. Every square inch of every second is claimed by God, but is also counterclaimed by Satan. And that's powerful. Every thought, every moment, every opportunity is constantly and daily being contended for. And in that daily contest, you and I either have the opportunity to go forward and accept and portray what the world wants us to say and think or we're going to renew our minds refresh the truths that we know and have been taught and desire to chase after in order to show who God is on earth and that's what it means to be truly transformed it's it's a beautiful decision and there's nothing, when, when we look at it, there's nothing that can really stop us from choosing God because we've been given the power through Christ who changed the world on the cross. God is not waiting for us to say, okay, Lord, I'm tired of this battle, I'm tired of hearing what's on the radio station, change the channel now, you have the power, change my circumstances, make it go away. No, he's given us the power to change the way we think because when we change the way we think, it changes the way we live. We need to know that there's no financial situation that can stop you changing the way you think. There's no broken relationship that can stop you from knowing what God has placed in your heart. There's no war. There's no mental breakdown. Nothing that someone in your past has said about you that can stop you living in what God has for you. Amen. Nothing can stop you. So today and every day, you have the opportunity to change your life by choosing to renew your mind. God is inviting us to transform ourselves by renewing our minds. And this leads us to being able to do more. If we're not in that space, if we're not in that clear head space where we know who we are, what God has done, there's no ways that we can enable us to do what God has for us. And he's invited us to that. 
Transformation. Um, Ooh, ah, yeah, yeah, water, yeah. <laughs> Is that why he leaves it open? So it's just easier to... Okay, like... <laughs> the word transformation in Romans 12.2 comes from the word uh, in Greek, metamorphosis, which broken down means the absolute change of one state into another. I have the example of a caterpillar into a butterfly and a caterpillar needs to go through a complete process where it dies to itself the caterpillar knows or the caterpillar doesn't know what's on the other side caterpillar knows that it's got to eat enough to gather enough energy to roll up in his little blankie and go to sleep he needs to he needs to fall asleep to these things that he's experiencing all around him he needs to shut them off so that on the other side, he can come out as a butterfly. And that is the level of transformation that we need to go through. We need to close off, shut that out. It's got nothing for us. There's nothing for us there in the world. There's nothing for us. But if we sacrifice and make those decisions inside, because Jesus has done what he needed to do. He came, he died, he loved us, he chose us. But if we don't respond, if we don't think like that, we will never get to that place where we can shut out the world. And we won't be a butterfly. And I want to be a butterfly. I'll probably be a big butterfly, <laughs> but I like a butterfly. We can come from anywhere in our past. There's nothing that will stop us from going on this journey, because that's the power of God. That's the power of Jesus and what he did on the cross. We can come from anywhere and fly away in his beauty. It's a radical change. It's a life and death, life and death, life and death. It's a life and death thing. It's a life and death thing. But the beauty and reward waiting for us is immense. Too many times I ask myself, Lord, what am I supposed to do? What must I do now? Reach out. Ask the right questions, I think. But in my heart, not making the right steps towards them. You know, the realization of month end, money, what's for dinner? Am I going to spend time at Chimney? Am I going to watch Netflix? All these things come up. And then the question of, Lord, what do you want for me? Back in my mind. But are we going to just let life happen or are we going to step up and do what we believe Paul has called us to do? All this made easier by renewing our minds. This cable's too long. <laughs> so where do we start? Where do we start with renewing our minds? And um, it's, the, it's all part of the first renewal. I want to ask... Has anyone not given their hearts to Jesus here today? That's amazing. Can we get a hoo-ah? Because we're all, we all saved. We should be the most excited people in any room we walk into. And if we're all together and seem glum, something is wrong. If we're all together and we say we believe that Jesus came, died for us, and we're all glum, something is wrong. <laughs> You know, we need to start with the first renewal, which is that Jesus came to die for us. 
and now we have cel uh, salvation that should be celebrated every day absolutely every day I want us all to say this together I am a brand new creation in Jesus Christ I've been made anew I am not the old me I am not a product of my environment because I am born again and I am saved I was dead but now I'm yes by Jesus Christ I have a new destiny I have a new identity Amen. Hey? Amen. Amen. How amazing is that? And we all know that. We all know that. There's no one here who says that they believed who doesn't know that. And I know that it gets hectic and things can fall from the sky. But we have that in our hearts. We should have that in our hearts every day. And that's how we get the ball going. That's how we get this thing started. I'm in God's plans for my life, and I'm going to live this life to show others the will of God for my life. I'm going to live in His good, pleasing, and perfect plan for my life. John 15 verse 9 says, If you belong to the world, it would love you as its own. As it is, you do not belong to the world, but I have chosen you out of the world and this is why the world hates you we were never designed to conform we've been earmarked and chosen by Jesus himself so just some handles and tools I hope that that encourages us but just some 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 handles for us to remember going forward a transformed mind is a grateful mind. The patterns of this world is entitled. But we are to be grateful because we are woven in into God's grace. We do not get His wrath, but rather we get His mercy. Romans 12 verse 1 says, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. We need to live a renewed mind saying, I deserve it. I deserve His wrath. But I don't get it. I didn't earn His mercy, but I received it. That God in His goodness transformed my life and gave me a brand new story so I can show everyone around me how grateful I am by how I live and how I love. Secondly, a transformed mind is secure. And if we've ever needed to feel secure, it's this time in, in history. I'm not talking about a, a physical protection security, but rather the heart knowing who it is and whose it is. Navigating social media, news, all this clutter around us can be a messy place and time. 
the fact that people are calling themselves its and theirs. Yeah. It's a, we can laugh, but it's a scary place to be in. It can be a very confusing place for those who don't know, who don't have the security. But for us to know, we're not conforming and waiting for the crowd to tell us who we are, but rather understanding that the cross has already spoken for us. <laughs> and the cross has told us who we are and whose we are. Very important. And it says, I have God's mercy in view. And because we see it daily, so it's not an Easter thing. We don't only think about his mercy when it comes to when he died for us. It's a daily thing. Every day. Every day. Waking up and knowing with God's, with God's mercy in view, I know and I understand what God did for me. And I know and I hear what he wants of me. Say this with me. I know I am loved. I am chosen. I am forgiven. I am made holy. I am included. All of us. And I am secure. Amen. A transformed mind is secure. It knows that it is and belongs to God. We are all sons and daughters of the Most High, and we have to embody these seven words. I am who He says I am. And live in that security, guys. Live in that security. Romans 12, verse 7. No? Slow down. Backtrack. Point number three. The transformed mind loves others. And it's others-focused. This is a big one. It's a big one because after points one and two, that's very much inward focused. This is uh, a point where we start to do what Jesus did. It's others focused. Romans 12 verse 7. If it's serving, then serve. If it's teaching, then teach. And teaching is scary, trust me. So pray that it's not always teaching. If it's to encourage, then encourage. If it's giving, then give generously. If it's to lead, lead diligently. If it's to show mercy, do it cheerfully. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. Bless those who prosecute you. Bless and do not curse. <coughs> Rejoice with those who rejoice, mourn with those who mourn, live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but be willing to associate yourselves with people of a lower position. Do not be conceited, do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. We need to love and move to bless people. A renewed mind moves to bless people daily knowing how blessed we are daily we should be running out to want to bless others leaving home renewed opens the doors to speak life and truth into those who don't have it blessing and encouragement over anyone we might have the opportunity to speak to say this with me i've got enough, I've got enough. 
and I am enough. Because I am secure and included in the Father. Amen. Um, and now, yeah, I'm, I'm just looking for, we should be looking for anyone else who doesn't share that. And it, it'll be evident. It'll be evident. God will make those opportunities available to us. Because God saw them, God loved them, and God gave His Son for them too. Jesus was so others-focused. Jesus is the perfect image of being others-focused. Being able to fix other people's messes or to be there for them regardless. Jesus was always looking to bring and reveal values to someone else's life. Jesus was always available to those around him. What can we do today to add value to others' lives? What can we do from today to make ourselves available to those around us? As Dad shared in the prayer meeting, you know, just with everything that's been happening around us, uh, traumatic and very dark in some other instances, you know, the opportunity for us to be available is so close to home sometimes. <coughs> and the distractions of life can weigh us down, but make yourself available. Make yourself available for God to work in your life for your neighbor, for your brother, for a work colleague, for your spouse. You know, it's a quietening of the drama, the drama that happens in here. And if we're quietening our minds daily, those opportunities will always be there. They're always there. We just miss them. So let's, let's, let's work on, on being available to people. Let's work on being available to our families. How do we help one another to kingdom thoughts? And how do we help them about what they think of themselves? We need to be available. We need to be helpful. Um, we need to be kind, one of the fruits of the Spirit. You know, we need to bring encouragement as led by the Lord. Thinking of others and listening to them. Being available to these people. This is how we act like Christ. This is something that we can do that not just benefits our, our own hearts, but leads into what God has called us to do. Number four, a transformed mind is alert. To conform to the world is to be put to sleep, being on cruise mode, to keep on keeping on. And a lot of us doze off. Some of us are still caterpillars. We haven't stepped out. We haven't, we haven't died to self. We're here. We're here when, when we can be here. We're guilty of it 90% of the time. Um, some of us are still caterpillars crawling on our bellies. Neither here or there. Some of us have once become butterflies. Gone through it. The, the amazing blessing and transformation that God has done in us. But have become lazy have stopped renewing our minds and now we're butterflies that are crawling with the other fat caterpillars <laughs> we've got to be alert 
we have to be alert to God's timing. Romans 13 verse 11 says, And do this, understand the present time. The hour has already come for you to wake up from your slumber, because our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. That's the here now, guys. Not the later, not the tomorrow, not the when I get a gap, not when work eases off. That is purely the here now. You won't know what time God is waiting for. If you're in the shape of, well, <laughs> I read that so badly. <laughs> you won't know what time God is waiting for if you're in the shape of the world. If you're following the appetite of the world, that can only truly be satisfied by God. You will miss it. But if we are renewing our minds, waking up knowing that Christ has died for us, you're walking and living under the control and influence of the Spirit of God. You will be more alert to what God is doing around you. Those opportunities that we spoke about that happen every day with our friends, our neighbors, those are the opportunities God has given us. And if we are asleep, who knows what could happen because we weren't ready. You'll be more alert to what God is doing around you and in your life. You will be in moments, present in moments, and you will have the power to function in God's will. The hour has already come for you to wake up from your slumber because our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. Might seem scary, might seem daunting, but we are a day closer to heaven than we were yesterday. I know in the, in the stage of your life that might change how you perceive that. But if we say we saved and we after the kingdom of God, does that not excite us? Okay. Um. Mm. Day closer to heaven. You're, you're a year closer to heaven than you were when you gave your heart to God. Heaven is getting closer with every breath we take. And if we aren't awake to the reality, we might miss it. Wake up from your slumber because our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. The night is nearly over and the day is almost here. Lastly, in wrapping up, a transformed mind is confident. A transformed mind is a mindset of victory. Can I get an amen? Amen. Romans 16 verse 20 says, the God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. The grace of our Lord Jesus will be with you. Even through the craziness of the world, God wants us to live awake, know who we are. He wants us to walk in our identity. He wants us to be others focused. He wants us to be grateful. He wants us to be grateful and live a life of worship and of complete surrender. And even though there's utter madness on the planet right now, we are reminded here that God, the God of peace, will soon crush Satan under your feet, under our feet. Don't make the mistake of forgetting that every day that you wake up and you face this world, you already have 
victory. You already have victory if you live and you say that you are in Christ. I want to encourage us today to be a people after God's heart and mind, to renew our minds daily, and to remember that to be transformed in God's perfect plan for us is to be that butterfly. We're no longer little fat worms. We can now fly. Thank you, Jesus. We need to be encouraging others more and more, more intentionally, more intimately, and more regularly. And that's what I feel that Jesus is asking of us, and especially myself right now. Jesus took every opportunity, every day, to be there for others. So let's really, in this next season, you know, step this up as real life. We have, in the, in the background, life groups and small groups that meet, whether in the week or on a weekend when people are available. Let's, let's meet more intentionally, guys. Let's sacrifice self-time, chill time. Let's, let's make more time for one another and those close to us. Midweek meetings, whatever it is, let's get more plugged in to what God is doing and calling us. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening. 